Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our segment, Be Sad or Be Stoic. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Baker. Hey, hey. And we also have a special guest with us today, retired Major General Denny Leitch. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, We're actually just going to go ahead and just jump right in. So, Denny, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um... I was, uh, I grew up in Manaka, Pennsylvania, small steel town, it used to be a steel town, now it's uh, uh, just a, a vacant shell of what it was, but uh, went to high school and uh, played football and, and uh, other sports in high school as most small town people do and uh, was lucky enough to get a scholarship and played uh, college football at Lafayette and then was um, uh, in ROTC and was commissioned as second lieutenant in the army served 35 years in the army most of it in the reserve components mm-hmm. um short tour on active duty and then uh, went into the reserve components and uh, had a career in finance and manufacturing and uh, in 2001 when we uh, started the war on terror i was recalled to active duty and retired in 2006 as a major general i served in uh, kuwait honduras um, germany uh, iraq and uh, went to the Army War College and also did uh, postgraduate work in international uh, uh, or, or, uh, national security, international and national security at Kennedy School at Harvard. Wow. Yeah, nice. How's your background look like? <laughs> Nothing like Jeez, that. Oh, man, that's a, that's a lot of great stuff. Congratulations and thank you thank for you. all your all the years that you've served our country. And I know you, you do a lot more now too, right? You're, yes. You're speaking and you talk to have well, kids I, uh, and I uh, uh, took an oath in 2001 or, or in 1971 when I was um, commissioned and I think I that oath still applies I still try to serve I uh, am a uh, senior fellow at the Eisenhower Media Network I uh, am the chair of the or executive, the executive director of the all-volunteer force forum and serve as the uh, chair of the uh, Veterans Advisory Committee to our uh, Veterans Memorial downtown in Columbus. Wow. Nice. And my my other thing that I do is that I'm a part-time employee at Ohio Dominican University where I'm the director of the Patriots Program, which takes care of our veterans and sees that they um, uh, uh, take advantage of their GI Bill benefits, which they've richly deserve and earned, and uh, nurture them through the process of uh, getting a degree. That's great. I really feel like I do that yeah. now. That's awesome. <laughs> so you have all of that experience, and then you were diagnosed with Parkinson's. Yes. <laughs> when was that? Uh, July of last year. Okay, so it's only been not even a full a rookie. year. A rookie. Wow. So what's that experience been like for uh, somebody? It's been it's been quite an experience. You know, I um, um, uh, was diagnosed in July, but of course had the uh, the, the the year or two preceding mm-hmm. in denial. Uh, but I um, uh, was not surprised when uh, the diagnosis was final. I, I was surprised at a couple of things. I, I thought, sure, when I did the uh, brain scan that uh, football, you know, the uh, yeah. 
concussions were uh, were part of it. But uh, you know, when I played, the concussion protocol was uh, smelling salts. Uh, how many fingers do I have up and I get back in there? <laughs> it's it's quite different now, but. Um, it's been an experience and um, one that I've uh, accepted and grown into, but um, it changes things, but um, uh, I'm, I'm a lucky guy, I really am. I, I have a, uh, a great doctor and um, a good insurance and uh, supportive family and friends, and my wife is a uh, very supportive and uh, she's supportive but not patronizing, mm-hmm. which is important. And um, Very important. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, a, a real journey because, you know, my entire life I've viewed myself as an athlete mm-hmm. and it change, changes things a bit. My golf game is not nearly as, <laughs> it's more exciting now than it was uh, before, but uh, you know, you adapt and you adjust and then make the best of it. So you and I had a conversation and this is why the topic is the way it is, be sad or be stoic. And um, Brian didn't get to, to hear your take on and your philosophy of how you've approached Parkinson's based on all your experiences and who you are as a person. So can you talk to us about what does it mean to have a stoic philosophy when you are approaching something like PD? Yeah, stoicism is uh, misunderstood. You know, there, there's um, small case stoic, which is the, uh, you know, the definition. It's um, uh, stiff upper lip and uh, no emotions, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Then you have the large case Stoic, which is a Stoic philosophy, and the Stoics are um, are, are are not at all uh, stiff upper lip, no emotions. It's a it's a matter of uh, uh, character and virtue that that uh, serves as the foundation of Stoicism. But Stoics uh, believe in and pursue um, joy and tranquility and gratitude, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they're they're critical elements of it, but uh, they're critical elements they apply to Parkinson's too. You know, we have a, a lot to be grateful for mm-hmm. uh, as, as we make this journey. And the um, the other things that, uh, that, that are part of it, but um, it's a, uh, the, the, the focus is on character and virtue. You know, you, you, you during, um, from probably about 19, the late 80s until 1995, 96, I was very involved in the uh, Covey, if you're familiar with uh, Covey's Seven Habits. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a, a life's philosophy, but uh, you find a lot of things that um, are, are common to us. Covey's Seven Habits, you know, Nietzsche, the, the philosopher who talked about uh, that which does, does not kill me makes me strong. Mm-hmm. Parkinson's is a test mm-hmm. uh, for all of us to uh, to deal with, and it's uh, you know it's easy to be uh, waltzing through life when the birds are chirping and the sun's shining, mm-hmm. but when you uh, when you can't make a step or you, you fumble or you're, you're you can't control the tremor of your hand, uh, it becomes a test, and it's a, it's a, it's a way to build character. But it depends on how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, no one chooses to have Parkinson's. But the choices that we have is how we deal with it. You know, do we do we uh, uh, succumb to the fear and the anxiety and the uh, frustration and also the anger? You know, the uh, 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 the Stoic philosophy deals a lot with um, uh, fear and anxiety and anger. And mm-hmm. uh, there's fear and anxiety that comes from the uh, from being a Parkinson's. Uh, Victim and, and also the families, you know, the, those around you uh, have fear and anxiety. You know, mm-hmm. he, is he going to fall down when yeah. he tries to get out of the car or whatever? But uh, you know, you deal with it. But the other one is anger, and um, you know, the the uh, Stoics believe that um, anger is a form of insanity. Hmm. 
but it's easy to get uh, to get down on yourself and um, uh, have the frustration and the anger and uh, uh, not enjoy the uh, the uh, the good part, the good parts yeah. of life. Yeah, and we were talking about the good parts of if there is a good part to Parkinson's is all of the people that we've met absolutely, so far. Absolutely. I mean, I think about our whole group at PD Next Steps and, you know, and, and other the young onset groups that I've been a part of as well. I'm, they're such an amazing group of people and with amazing backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everybody has everybody has a history. You know, everybody had, I don't want to say a life previous to Parkinson's, but it. <laughs> It kind of is, you know. Yeah, this is just added changes. on to pre it. pre Parkinson's and post Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which version? It changes. It yeah. changes, but uh, but you know, it doesn't have to be a a, a life change. It's life changing, but it doesn't have to be life dominating. Yeah. I mean, you can uh, you can deal with it. Um, of course, it depends on the severity of the disease, but um, uh, you know, there's so many uh, resources available to us with uh, medications and. Um, um, exercise and other things that uh, we can deal with it but we need to make a choice as to how we deal with it I know that, that our, our group is um, uh, energized around exercise mm-hmm. and sharing experiences etc cetera, etc cetera. but I'm sure that there are other people who have uh, gone into a closet and uh, are not dealing with it effectively and uh, uh, that that doesn't have to be well, when you said you were, you know, before you were diagnosed, you kind of had that denial, not, I don't know if it's a denial phase, but we all kind of went through that, uh, yeah. trying to figure out what was going on, right? You think, it, you think it's in your head, you know, I got, I, I, Is well, there something yeah. really wrong with me, or, yeah. Yeah, well, there is something wrong, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's face it. Uh, yeah, but so how, like, what, what was that process like for you? <laughs> uh, you know, when I when I said that I volunteered that I was in denial for a year or two beforehand, and um, you know the other thing that, that complicated my diagnosis is that uh, it was during the the COVID crisis. Mm. So the other thing is that in um, December or November of 2020, I, I uh, contracted COVID oh, and did you? Um, was in the hospital. I was you know that's pre vaccine and all that. That's yeah. when it was really serious. So I spent uh, four or five days in the intensive care unit, and uh, that 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 disguised some things or, or complicated things in mm-hmm. terms of diagnosis. But um, uh, um, I, I think that um, uh, I was in denial for probably a year or two beforehand, and uh, you just don't you just don't want to you know you don't want to accept it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of groups out there, veterans for Parkinson's and stuff like that. Have you looked at your background and? seen if there's any kind of connection between uh, you know chemicals you might have been exposed to while you're uh, serving or anything like that that might have caused this no I have no reason to believe that it's it's a serious problem in the military yeah. but uh, I have no reason to believe that um, that, that my mili- that, that there's anything in my military service that would have contributed yeah, to I'm it. the same way I'm, so you said yeah. there's veterans for Parkinson's yeah there's a there's there's groups out there veterans for Parkinson's like that where a lot of hmm. a lot of people that served in Vietnam um, have come down with Parkinson's because of the chemicals yeah. that they were or exposed that's what to they're, they're yeah, the agent orange the effects yeah. and the, the yeah. VA has accepted that the other thing is you know that uh, in the in Iraq and Afghanistan Iraq in particular we have the burn pit issue uh, and uh, it, it's serious but um, 
I have no reason to believe that yeah. uh, there's anything in my military service that contributed. I, I was really, I was really surprised though when the brain scan came back and it was clean. I thought, sure, that the concussion <laughs> from football <laughs> were working. So was that to. an MRI that they did, or did you do a DAT brain scan? I did an MRI. MRI. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was really, I was really surprised. Oh, I was almost disappointed. <laughs> 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 you like to have something you can pin it on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that. I think that's what we all want to do. It's like. Yeah. You know, even I think you were saying before that your your mom was even saying like, is it something she did or yeah. is it you yeah. know something that we did ourselves? But yeah, and, and I think it. we just have to accept where we are and right. uh, and deal with it as effectively as we can and make sure you know that one of the things that the Stoics say is that uh, you have to distinguish between what you control and what you don't mm -hmm. control and and the, the the whole idea of control in our life is. Uh, uh, such a myth. There's there's very little that we control. We can mm -hmm. influence some things, but uh, we need to distinguish between what we can control and what we can't, and and deal with it uh, uh, in, in terms of reality. So, since you're still, I mean, I'll consider you newly diagnosed because it hasn't been a year right. yet. What would you tell somebody who has just been diagnosed? What ad advice could you give them? Uh, seek the best medical advice you can get, listen to your doctor, uh, exercise, and um, uh, join a community. Join a, a, a community of Parkinson's um, uh, patients or victims or whatever, whatever we are. You know, we're, we're, but there, there's a community out there, and, and uh, it, it helps a lot. It, it really does to be, uh, to be part of a community and um, uh, uh, share the experience and... Uh, uh, don't feel sorry for yourself. That's that's the big thing. You, you, you focus on what you can do, not what not what you can't do. You know, I, I always say that, that I can do everything that I did before, just not as much, and I do it slower. Mm -hmm. But uh, but that, that's okay. The, the other the other thing is that um, uh, you know people uh, tend to to have pity. Uh, I, I find that a lot, and that's just uh, that's just not helpful. When they say, "Oh, I'm so sorry," yeah, I say, "Sorry for what?" You know, I I, I have this disease, and I but I have a lot of resources, and I'm really a lucky guy given the uh, resource that I have in the community that I've found. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's great. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't stand it when people say, "How are you feeling?" Like 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 you're dying, or yeah. you know, like a, I'm yeah. fine. Like I, you know, fine. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, but it's uh, it's an experience that um, I wouldn't wish on anyone. Mm -hmm. But if you if you if you are exposed to it, if you if you do have Parkinson's, uh, it's not the end of the world, and uh, you have to make some decisions on on how most effectively you can deal with it. And I think that uh, uh, I just suggest to uh, to any Parkinson's patient that uh, that take a look at the Stoic uh, uh, philosophy because there's. There's a, there's a physical piece of it, but there's an emotional piece of it too. And uh, you know, I've been a gym rat my whole life, so the physical piece of it I've adapted to really pretty well. But the emotional piece of it is is uh, something that um, uh, uh, I, I think that the the, the the Stoic philosophy can really help. I think that's great. In our last 30 seconds, I'd like to leave you all with this. The Stoic philosophy is one we can all learn from. While some may stereotype Stoics as suppressing their emotions, like you said, their philosophy is actually intended to teach us to face, process, and deal with emotions instead of running away from them. Parkinson's is a part of our journey. 
Michael J. Fox said, this disease is something that's attached to my life. It's not the driver. So you have a choice. You can be in control and be the driver, or you can be the passenger. To help you make that choice, I'll leave you with one more quote from Michael J. Fox. He said, I often say now I don't have any choice whether or not I have Parkinson's, but surrounding that non-choice is a million other choices that I can make. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Denny. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, send an email to info at 5k4jk.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.